0: is Nora. Hello. And we are back. Second episode.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes we are. Woo!
0: Hell yeah.
1: Okay. Light applause. Thank you. Light applause for you. Thank you.
0: I went first, so it's your turn.
1: It is my turn to go first. Oh boy. This one I picked out specifically for you, Connor.
0: Okay. Based
1: off of A few things that I know about you. Is it the gay? It can be.
0: It Um, can be. Interesting.
1: I know that you like the Netflix original series Stranger Things. Okay. And I know there's a particular character from Stranger Things whom you like very much. Mm, And you also very much like... The actor that plays him.
0: I do. There's also multiple people this could be talking about, but I know which one you're talking about. The one
1: who I send you pictures of constantly whenever yeah, I see them. That Yeah, that one. That one. So, alright. This one is called I Want You to Show Me. Ooh. And it is Steve Harrington slash Reader. Oh boy. So you, Connor, are going to fuck Steve Harrington.
0: Damn. What I've always wanted out of my life.
1: Oh yeah. Tags. Mm-hmm. Fluff, happy ending. Steve still has some things to work out though. Mood. I'm pretty sure when this is like the way this is written okay. is meant to be like you're a cis girl, but I changed some pronouns and Aww, stuff. Thanks. For you.
0: Cause Thank I you. couldn't
1: find any Steve Harrington. No one
0: writes for gays anymore.
1: No. I couldn't Not find any Steve Harrington work. and reader where uh, it was gay. Alright. Hawkins is a small town, Mm
0: -hmm. small
1: enough that it's not easy to find good places where you can relax and be completely by yourself, Mm -hmm. especially when the weather is warm and everyone wants to be outside. When you were a kid, there was a campsite that you and your family frequented during summers, a beautiful place where picnic tables right in front of the lake. Everyone knew there was no other like it to spend some time enjoying the wonders of nature even if it was definitely going to be surrounded by a dozen other families who all had
0: the same idea. Oh my god, people wanting to hang out in the summer? (laughs) I know, As a family?
1: You never minded sharing this place when you were camping, but when you got old enough, you learned that if you came here when it was cold, it would be desolated. Mm. In the summer, this place belongs to everyone, but in the winter, it's yours.
0: Wow, I own it? I have
1: the deed? You have the deed, but only in the winter. Only in the winter. It's uh, like a rental. Uh, when it's cold as tonight, everyone pre- prefers to stay warm inside their homes instead of being out in the open, which is precisely what makes this so perfect. To
0: be fair, this is also what I do during the summer.
1: <laughs> well, there's nowhere to sit alone during the summer
0: now, is there? Yeah, my room? <laughs> Way easier.
1: Once again, you get this beautiful place all to yourself. Without anyone else bothering you. And if someone were to bother you, you know how to use your pocket knife. Oh, shit. So then, nothing happens for a little while. Okay. You sit and drink coffee. That's this like, is my life. There's like, I think, three paragraphs of you just chilling. Wait. You turn abruptly, trying to find out who dared to come here and interrupt your peaceful time alone. You squint your eyes at the bright light of the car coming directly towards you, but it isn't until the person inside turns the engine off that you realize who is behind the wheel. God, guess what? Guess who it
0: is? Hmm. I really gotta think.
1: Yeah, think think about this.
0: I already guessed God.
1: You already guessed God.
0: Could it be Jesus?
1: It's not Jesus. Not Jesus. It's close.
0: Jesus.
1: It's not Jesus. Okay. It's Steve Harrington. Oh shit. He just, like, awkwardly comes up and is like, hello. And then you're like, hi, do you want the rest of my coffee? And he's just like, oh, yeah. And then you
0: drink coffee some more. First of all, why would you ever offer anyone your coffee? Especially if you, like, already half drunk it.
1: Apparently you're almost done with it. Oh. Because you, like, pour the rest Yes, let me give
0: you the dregs of my coffee. Yes. How
1: romantic. You give him the dregs of your coffee. You say Oh, no, I should do my best Connor voice. Oh, no. So.
0: (laughs) That's not what your voice sounds like. That's what I pretend my voice sounds like. Sure, that'll... That's what your voice sounds like in this fantasy. Okay.
1: (laughs) So... You say, as he continues drinking the coffee, what brings you here? I'm sorry, I cannot continue with this.
0: Wait do you want me to read the lines? No, because then you'll see what happens after and That's I need everything
1: true. to be a surprise.
0: For the future, if we do reader shit, we gotta you guys... I will print you a script. Yes, yeah, send me the ice my isolated lines. I will.
1: I don't know. I guess I just needed a place to think. Really? Do you come here often? You asked. Surprised that someone besides you considered this place a good spot to unplug from the rest of the world during a night like this.
0: Wow, well, I'm not the only emo here?
1: God <laughs> not damn. Not the only emo. Not the only coffee drinking emo who likes to sit on a cold campsite. So wait. This is the first time I come, actually, he says, looking at you only a second before finishing his coffee. Well, mm-hmm. Your coffee that you gave him.
0: I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> yeah, before finishing. Your coffee. I just dropped stu- Dustin. I almost said Stustin. <laughs> I love stustin. Dustin. I love
0: Dustin so much.
1: I just dropped Dustin off at the snowball, and I needed to get away, and I. He lets out a noise that some, sounds some, sounds like something between a scoff and a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> ha! That's, That's my laugh. That's my interpretation of scoff and laugh. <laughs> Actually, I was remembering about that snowball when you were my date, and I remembered that you had told me sometimes you came here with your family, and that it was quiet that time of year, and he runs his fingers through his hair, whoosh, and lets out a quiet, deep breath, (sighs) (laughs) handing you your cut back. I don't even know why I remembered it. I did? You ask, racking your brain trying to find a memory of you telling someone about this place that was supposed to be your secret? But you come up empty. He's a mind reader.
0: Um, (laughs) Obviously. If if
1: you told him about that, you probably liked him a lot more than you remember. And you remember you liked him a lot.
0: Ooh.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. You see a small smile lifting up the corners of his mouth. Not too long before you kissed me. He looks at you, and you're pretty sure the reddening of his cheeks has nothing to do with the crisp air. It was my first kiss, you know. You okay. smile and roll your eyes, nodding. I do. It was mine, too. You bump his shoulder with yours. It was a good first kiss, Harrington.
0: What are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> I'm trying to make sure that Mulder doesn't get jealous. You're stroking your Mulder
1: pop figurine while I read you reader insert fan fiction.
0: That's okay. gonna get jealous. Okay. That I have other men in my life.
1: It was a great first kiss, he corrects, and you shake your head playfully when he smiles. So, you begin, waiting for a moment to see if he wants to say something. He doesn't. Do you want to talk, or... Do you think Nancy and I made a good couple? He blurts out, looking at you. (laughs) No, I don't! (laughs) Looking at you (laughs) questioningly. And then your response is... No! Not actually. Your response is... Oh, what? Which is, you know, also a perfectly good response. You respond, trying to understand where the hell that came from. We were together for a year, and you've known us since we were kids, so... Do you think we were good together? Because I thought we were great together, he interrupts, not even paying attention to you anymore. I thought- actually thought I had a future with her. He runs his fingers through his hair, whoosh, in frustration. All
0: this is just sad. But
1: I don't like you as much anymore. <laughs> But it turns out she was only pretending to be in love with me. He sighs and shakes his head. For a year, she was pretending to be in love with me while I actually fell more in love with her. And then he, like, panics for a while. Like, not panic attack, but like, Oh my god, my love life is over. And then you're just like, there, there. And it doesn't work. And then you're like, when I was dating, and then he's like, yeah, that asshole. And then he talks about your ex-boyfriend, or you talk about your ex-boyfriend who he hated with a passion.
0: Not a canon character, just like ex-boyfriend. We don't know who he is.
1: They never say a name. I
0: think they're assuming that the reader has an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And they would be
1: incorrect. Come up, who's your Stranger Things ex-boyfriend? Tell me about him. Why does Steve Harrington hate him?
0: Like, are we talking about a canon character or I'm just making people up?
1: Either. Whatever you want to do. I need backstory. Uh, I'm not <laughs> even
0: finished with the first season. I have no characters to draw on. Okay. Um, the guy, the camera guy, the older brother. The, um, the, the creepy dude. The creepy dude. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy.
1: Will's older brother. Yeah. Unpopular
0: his... opinion, but fuck that guy.
1: What is, What even is his name? I don't know. All I know is that he was fucking creepy as hell. That's your- That guy. Your Stranger Things ex-boyfriend
0: who Steve Who hates... is, I believe, Nancy's current boyfriend.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I guess Stranger Things spoilers. Um, Sorry. And then, anyway, the end of this conversation is, the point is, it might seem like the world just ended, but I promise it gets better. You will heal. It's life. Sometimes you're lucky enough that the people you like like you back, and sometimes you're not. Nora. Well, yes?
0: You will heal.
1: Your hands are so cold. It's because I was holding iced tea. Okay, but thank- thank you for that. You will heal. Thank you for putting your iced tea in my hand. Um, God, I lost my place!
0: You will heal. Uh, That was your place.
1: I know this is hard for you to understand, but sometimes there will be people who won't like you. That's kind of like a Weird burn. Like a weird subtle burn in the middle of you consoling <laughs> him. I know you don't understand this, but there's people who won't like
0: you. And he's just like, What? People,
1: people don't, don't, like, don't me?
0: like me? How dare!
1: He says, I know that. I learned it a long time ago. You frown and look at him with a questioning expression. With you, You were the first person that broke my heart. One time, someone didn't want to be my lab partner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, apparently you broke his heart. Um, And then we have a nice cut to indicate Mm -hmm. new new section. There are a couple of things Steve learned when he was young from his father that he's never forgotten. Advice that he still uses in his day-to-day life. One of them is to always have condoms with you. (laughs) Which actually comes into play later oh <laughs> and the other is that they is that to get a person you always have to pretend that you don't care about what they do in the end they will come to you desperate for attention and then he like goes on i guess in his mind for a while about how like he tried to like do that with you where he was like cool and like ignored you but then which it is my
0: tactic generally <laughs> yeah has it worked no
1: <laughs> yeah um but then it didn't work and then you started ignoring him, and then after a while, you kissed a different boy! Um... Oh my
0: god. It's almost like people can have feelings for more than one person in their life. I know, right? Oh my god. Even though
1: Steve had figured you didn't give a damn about him years ago, it bothers him a little that you seem clueless about what he's talking about right now. Uh, what? You ask, looking at him like he just grew another head? How did I... When... What? You completely ignored me, and then you kissed that, that, that (laughs) shithead! Your eyes widen, and look at him with a flabbergasted expression, looking like you're at a loss of words.
0: That was my twin brother, over there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you fucking serious? You deadpan, staring at him in disbelief. Yes, I am. I thought you liked me after the snowball, and then, are you fucking serious? You repeat this time a little louder and in a harder tone. Steve just nods, but your reaction is making him a little bit nervous. Wow, you are a fucking asshole. You know, I was so happy after the snowball when I got home, I told my mom everything about it, and I was so excited to see you the next Monday at school because I was sure you had enjoyed being with me as well. I did, Steve blurts out, not knowing where you're going with this. Did you really? Because all I can remember is how you seemed like you didn't care when I talked to you. Like our kiss that night didn't matter at all. You sigh and shake your head. Give me a sigh. (sighs) Thank you. Um, and I thought, it's okay. Maybe he had a bad day. But then you talked to everyone else like nothing was wrong. So I waited until the next day and sat with you at lunch, and you did the exact same thing. And I knew you didn't care about me or our kiss or anything. I didn't know why you would ask me to go with you. Maybe just to see what it would be like. I didn't know. But I knew I wasn't going to waste my time with someone who didn't care about me. And then we have this weird flashback that I don't think I'm going to read any of you to. But Steve, like, flashes back to the memory of his dad, (laughs) like, telling him to ignore people. And he, like, yells at this version of his, like, memory self. And is like, don't listen to him! (laughs) And it's really weird. I'm not going to read you any of it, I'm just going to tell you about it, and then... Steve! He gasps when your face is suddenly in front of him, and he realizes you're a lot closer than you were before. And not only that, your hands are on his cheeks, and your thumbs are rubbing the skin underneath his eyes. ASMR! (laughs) Are you okay? No, he's not. You go and, like, get water and a blanket from your car and then, like, give them to him, and then you guys just, like, sit. You're giving him a lot of free shit. (laughs) You gave him the dregs of your coffee, you gave him a bottle of water, you gave him a blanket, and then he, like, tells you, like, yeah, hey, my dad gave me this advice, and... It was bullshit! He told me that, um, if you act like you don't care, then people will be even more interested in you. What?! You nearly shriek, looking at him with wide eyes. (laughs) That's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard, and then you like argue for a while about that, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I gave Dustin the same advice," um, and he's God like, "God damn it!" He like, you get real mad at him, and then I there's like this there's not really a good transition between this. You talk about the end of his relationship with Nancy, and then you're like, "You need time to heal," and then you put your hands in in your jacket pocket. Or you put his hands in your jacket pockets. Why? Because it's cold.
0: Blanket. I know you, you gave, just got him a blanket. You gave him a blanket,
1: and then you like grab his hands. How head- is th- how is that? And just stick them in your pockets. I um, you turn your face towards his and realize he's a lot closer than you thought. So close that you actually feel his warm breath on your face. Thank you. His eyes are locked on yours, and you become a lot more aware of him. Steve, you whisper, when you catch him staring at your lips before licking his own. I've just committed to sound effects for this. Okay. Oh no, he cannot be even considering kissing you, because that would be the worst thing that could happen. You might be literally two inches away from being used by Steve Harrington because he's hurt about his ex-girlfriend breaking up with him. And then he, like, leans in to kiss you. Hell. Um, Yeah.
0: Except that yes, please. Uh,
1: Someone,
0: please. And then you go,
1: I'm not a band-aid, Steve. And turn away. What? He asks breathlessly, moving his head back a little. What does that mean? I'm not going to let you use me because you want to forget about Nancy for five minutes. I'm not a band-aid for your broken heart. No, that would have been such a better title. Yeah, it would be. Instead of just, I want you to show me.
0: I want you to show me.
1: (laughs) Even though you spent most of your high school years not wanting to have anything to do with Steve because he became a huge asshole, in the past year, something changed. Even though you don't know what exactly made him become a much better person, you're thankful for it. But there's also a problem with him turning into a sweet, kind, loving person. Your crush came back. And stronger. Gasp! This doesn't feel like a childhood crush because you're not kids anymore. And that makes it worse. You can't let him have what he wants. Because once he's done with you, you'll feel empty and discarded. So the only thing you can do is say no to him. No matter how much you wish you could say yes. And then we have a cut. And Steve is just like... He's thinking more about how sad he is can about his I, breakup.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do they fuck?
1: They do. I, I told you the condoms thing. How
0: do we get from here?
1: Oh, you're going to have fun with this. Um, So he's... Oh, no. Right now, he's thinking even more about Nancy. That <laughs> yeah. we spend a lot of this fan fiction talking about Nancy. <laughs> um, I don't even like Nancy, though. He's talking yeah. about how um, they weren't... The way he interacts with you is more intimate than the way he and Nancy had been interacting for months. "'You're not a Band-Aid,' he whispers, voice thick with emotion. "'Thick with two C's?' "'I mean, in my heart it is, but not on the page.' "'You're not.' You glance down at his lips, and Steve's heart skips a beat when he realizes what that means. (laughs) "'No, this is wrong. "'You're hurting because of Nancy and I am,' he confirms, not moving back an inch.' But that's not why I want to kiss you right now. He still has his hands inside your pocket. Why? And he's I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> so this whole time, you, <laughs> you uh, his hands are just like in your pockets and you're like, you're still hurting about your ex-girlfriend.
0: <laughs> and his hands are just
1: <laughs> right there. Um, On the tum-tum. Yeah, it's because you just leaned a little closer to him. Then why? You ask in a whisper, swallowing visibly. When Steve meets your eyes, he feels like everything around you both suddenly disappeared. Like everything but you two stopped existing in the universe. It's been a very long time since he felt that way. Because. Because I like how you make me feel. Because I haven't felt like I feel right now in a long time. And I just realized that. Because Steve has a few other things to say. But the fact that your lips are on his makes it impossible to keep talking.
0: I mean, it's not impossible to keep talking. You can totally still talk like that.
1: Yeah, so remember how you were like, how do we get from this to fucking? There's this huge leap where um, he's like, I really like you. And he kisses you. And then you just make out for a long time. Okay. You still have the blanket wrapped around you both, which makes things a little harder. Steve somehow finds a way to pull you on top of him. So you're straddling his lap without breaking the kiss. Well, also holding the blanket around both of you. Right. <laughs> so the blanket didn't matter when you shoved his hands in your pocket, but now that you're making out, it comes into play as like this big thing. Right, of course. Steve can only focus on the fact that you're suddenly kissing him again, and he hasn't felt so wanted in such a long time. He wants more of you. That's why he can't stop himself. Can't control the reaction his body has to you. And when you suddenly pull away from him and look down at his crotch and then back at him with raised eyebrows, he knows you're very aware of that.
0: Did his cock twitch?
1: Oh yeah, do you want to tell them about the intrepid research you did? I,
0: I'm gonna get to that. Okay. Because, in when I talk about, I don't know which book I'm gonna do first, but when I mm. get to the book, I will talk about it.
1: Okay, so, um, you, like, scare skeptically at his boner. Steve, you ask stopping your movements altogether. And then he says my favorite thing. Are you mad? (laughs) Yeah. Are you mad because I got a boner while we made out? (laughs) No. Um, I'm not mad, you say with closed eyes. I'm just worried.
0: (laughs) I'm just concerned. Is this how penises are supposed to work? (laughs) Good question!
1: About what, he asks in a whisper. I've never seen one before. (laughs) About going further than this. About you not really being ready to go further than this. Connor. (laughs) It originally said your name, but I changed it to Connor. (laughs) You move your hands to his cheeks and press your forehead closer to his. And you can feel your frown on his own skin. And then you say something very reasonable. Steve, you were crying about Nancy a moment ago. Very reasonable. Yeah, he went from, like, crying about his Mm ex-girlfriend to making out with you, and Mm -hmm. then now he has this boner. Um, I don't want this to be a mistake. And then he's like, Oh, have you ever had somebody who you date even when you had, like, a, um, a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever? And he's like, I've always liked you, but I never thought you'd like me back because you
0: ignored me. (laughs) I think usually kissing someone is a signifier. Maybe they like you back. Who knows? And then,
1: your car or mine, you ask when you pull away, barely holding back a smile. (laughs) (laughs) And then he... What? And then... Oh, yeah. So you decide... I think you go to his car... I can't remember whose car you go to. You decide whose car you go to. to a car. And then you go, move your ass, Harrington! (laughs) Um, oh yeah, you go to his car. You get in the backseat, you make out some more. Lots of making out. Steve feels what, like, like runs through his veins is lava instead of blood. And when you start to take your jacket off, I don't have a zipper or else I'd make a zipper noise. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Wait.
0: This is Blood? too much effort This is
1: important. There we go. <laughs> um he realizes completely that this is really happening. You're going to have sex with him. So then, remember how earlier it was like um he uh, he learned from his dad to always have a condom on you. Mhm. You fuck.
0: But don't worry cuz he has a
1: condom on him. Okay. And so That was very important. Yeah, that's literally all I have written, is, you fuck, don't worry, he wears a condom. And that's it? Uh, no, there's more. Okay. Um, so then you decide to cuddle. Okay, as and you so do. you decide, the perfect way to do this is to spoon in the back seat of his car, but there's not enough space for that. Okay. You spoon very poorly in the backseat of his car. Okay. He realizes that, that you're very uncomfortable, and then you cuddle a different way that I don't think is very well described, but you do figure it out. Okay. Um, I think you, like, Important. sit in his lap.
0: Ooh. Um.
1: Spicy. And then, for some godforsaken reason, you're like, oh yeah, you can still keep talking about Nancy with me. <laughs> I know we just had sex, even though you really messed up about your ex-girlfriend, but don't worry, just keep talking about it. And then that's the end. Okay. You spoon poorly, and you're like, yeah, keep talking about your ex-girlfriend with me, this is fine.
0: Okay. Did you- did you read me the description? Um, I don't think I did. Okay. Do that real quick, um, and then it will give you your rating.
1: Steve finds you in your secret place after dropping Dustin off at the snowball... And talking about how he's feeling leads you to do something neither of you could have expected. Okay. And then, I'm trying to see if there are notes. Oh, there are some notes at the end. Mm hmm Um, this is my first Steve Fick. I wasn't the biggest fan of his character last season, even though I loved his character development from the moment he stops being friends with Carol and Tommy. But this season, he completely stole my heart. I adore him. If you like this story, please let me know.
0: That's that. I'm doing some quick math. I'm telling you, it is going to be a low rating because I think you somehow managed to make me like Steve Harrington less. That's rude. Not on any fault of yours. Just this Steve Harrington. What an asshole.
1: Yeah, he spends a lot of time talking about his ex girlfriend and then,
0: you know. Just the fucking fucking worst. All right, so that I'm sorry. It's okay. I picked
1: this specifically because I know you want to fuck Steve Harris. I dude. mean,
0: I do, I def do, but all right, your rating is a 23 out of 50. Mm. Let's see if you can bring. I'll break that down for you. Um, all right, break it down. Title three. Um,
1: yeah, there were definitely some better options in in the pick it, itself.
0: It was somewhat mysterious, so I gave it you know higher than a one. Mm-hmm. But
1: Sorry, I need to points. relocate my body real quick.
0: It's okay. I'll keep talking. The ship. 10 out of 10. Yes. Incredible. You and this version of Steve Harrington. To tags, two, Normal, straight up tags. Yeah. Description. It's a flat... I'll, give, I'll, I'll bump that to a 6. That gives you a 25.
1: Um, oh,
0: 50%! Passing yeah. green! Because <laughs> the notes were not bad. I did enjoy them. Overall weirdness, 4 out of 10. I feel like all that's pretty believable. I- other than, like, the weird flashback thing.
1: Yeah, he has a couple of, like, not panic attacks, but basically panic attacks and, like, flashbacks and stuff.
0: That's a little weird, and he was also, I feel, a little out of character. I don't know if you would agree.
1: I've only watched, like, two and a half episodes. I've only
0: watched the first seven of the first season, so. Okay. Um, but I feel like he was douchier than I've been told he gets in the second season, so I'll give that a four because the rest of it's fairly straightforward, which gives you a 25 out of 50.
1: Passing grade. It
0: is. Alright, I'm gonna ask you a question.
1: Oh good, I love questions.
0: Do you want real short and poor grammar, or do you want longer but absurd?
1: I feel like I want to save the best for last, so let's do the shorter one first. Okay. And then are the actu- really weird one second. They're
0: actually ki- kind of the same length. I will explain later. Alright. So this is called Splitting the Sitter. Alright. Um, by Savannah Quivers.
1: I mean, I can guess what this is about.
0: Yeah, pretty right straightforward. Um, Somebody
1: fucks a babysitter.
0: Yes. I'm going to read you this warning that is given on... Right before the first page. Oh boy. Warning. This is big, uh, all caps, red font. Alright. This story contains a romantic taboo, taboo is emboldened, Taboo! sexual relationship of need between a highly sexual, successful realtor and his naughty young sitter. It includes striptease, spanking, submission, oral and deep penetration acts of forbidden neighborly love.
1: Forbidden neighborly love? (laughs)
0: Forbidden neighborly love. Okay,
1: is the babysitter at least
0: 18? I believe so, yes. Okay, good. I see, I don't believe, it doesn't give any reason for her not to be. Okay. So, I'm I was just very worried about the taboo relationship. No, I don't, I don't think that's because she's young. She's young, but not like under 18 young.
1: Okay.
0: I believe, I will choose to believe that. Yeah. Um, There's
1: no evidence to the contrary, let's assume everyone is of legal consenting age. Yes.
0: I'm going to tell you right away, this goes in so fast. Oh. We're like, first page, we're in it. Oh. So, John, Realtor, has a child. He's going up the stairs. That was no child movie playing up here, it was one of his porno movies.
1: As you do!
0: That's the second sentence. Of the story.
1: Oh, we're really right, right,
0: right in there. there. So he he goes, he like opens the door a little bit, and sees his neighbor on his bed. She was busy fucking her pussy with one of his wife's vibrators and nearing a climax as she watched the scene on the television in front of her.
1: Oh, nice! I didn't realize this wasn't like a single dad situation. This is a married man.
0: Uh, I I think it's divorced.
1: Mmm. But he just has one of his wife's I'm not sure
0: I've forgotten. I guess we'll find out. Taboo relationship! I have forgotten. His name is John. Her name is Jeannie.
1: Match made in heaven.
0: Yes. So she's masturbating, and she's calling out his name as he masturbates. And he just kind of leaves. So he takes a shower. Shower whack Mmm. Get ready. So he's thinking about his wife, Beth, who's been gone for a couple weeks. So I guess they are still together. I'm gonna read you this this quote right here. Mm-hmm. I know you miss her as well, John spoke aloud as he looked <laughs> down at his cock. <laughs> He's talking <about> <laughs> At least we have each other <laughs> He continued talking He lowercase he. He continued taking to his cock as he allowed his fingers the freedom to wrap softly around it.
1: So this isn't just a normal shower whack off. This is Shower whack-off while talking
0: <laughs> to his, his <throat> penis. He's not actually in the shower. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. He's not actually in the shower, I guess. He's sitting on the toilet. He's getting ready for a shower. <laughs> oh, toilet whack-off. Whack toilet off. whack-off. He is into genie, but he's married. His butt, his need to shower before meeting clients for a business dinner this evening. How now taken second place behind his need to come. I, mean,
1: um, I, th- I thought it was pretty easy to do both at the same time.
0: I mean, yeah. So I mean, Ghost in My Bum
1: taught us about shower wack offs.
0: True. (laughs) So
1: and and Big Daddy whatever. Yeah, Big Daddy shower wack
0: offs. Yeah, this and I think the other book also has shower wack offs.
1: Shower wack offs are apparently a staple of romance fiction.
0: True. Get ready for I have a surprise about this book.
1: Just saying, I have a a surprise. I have a surprise in the context of this specifically. I have a
0: surprise related to this book. Okay. And a big part of it is related to bathroom sex. Oh god. Um, oh. So, she he's thinking about her genie having sex with him. This is his internal monologue. He's thinking about the dialogue that she would say to him. "Yes, John, fuck my pussy. Fuck me harder. Fuck me faster. Make me sore with that massive cock. Make me come, John. Please make me come. Come. Oh, John. Oh, John. Come with me. I am coming." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Top nuts! Nice. John. John! John! I, I just love. I am coming. <laughs> it's not. It's. It's just the the not the, the use of the not contraction, like the, the actual two words. I am, I am coming. <laughs> John! His cock spit out his seed as though it was a volcano, spewing forth lava bit. I don't like that. He (laughs) yells aloud frantically masturbating. Yes, bitch. Yes. Take my seed. He he laughed aloud as he noticed the mess he had just made moments before as he released. Some of his seed was running down his cheek and dripping upon his chest. While other globs of his cum were also splattered around his chest and stomach, a scene John likened to machine gun fire.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: Wow, wow! Was all John could say. Okay, this
1: is, this is very intense. We don't get any plot here.
0: No, no plot. We we'll, don't we'll get a little plot. So he's thinking about his wife a little more, as he's um, he's getting dressed. He's thinking his wife. Whoa there, big boy! John said aloud as he felt <laughs> blood once again beginning to fill his cock with just the thought of making love. Oh. We, have, we have a dinner date to make. He admonished his cock as though he was speaking to another person.
1: Yeah, he really likes talking to his penis, doesn't
0: he? Really enjoys it. Hello there, big boy! <laughs> so, Jeannie comes over to babysit. He goes off to his, he's, goes off to his uh, business dinner. And mm. he, it's with this man and his wife. Okay. And, um, Risa? the <laughs> the man leaves to go to the bathroom or something. And Jen Jennifer is the wife's name.
1: Everyone is a J.
0: I know. Well, the man's name is Ted.
1: Everyone important his name is named J. <laughs>
0: yes. And she like starts playing like footsie with him. She like puts her foot in between his legs. Oh, and my phone's going off. Let me. Oh, oh no. And. She wants him to fuck her in exchange for the deal to go through. Mm. And he says, he can probably come up with a workable agreement. She says, John, you're about to become a very wretched, well-fucked man. (laughs) Which are all of my life goals. Yes. Um, So he's like reeling. He goes to sit in his car after the dinner. You are not helping things," he said aloud as he slapped at his cock that was bringing back to life. Slap that. As as he no that for his foot rubbing it. That rich bitch wants some dick, and you, my friend, seem to be expect accepting without discussing things with me. He joked with himself. Do not forget. He this is in parentheses. He continued talking to his cock as though it could understand and talk back to him. And parentheses. We are married. <laughs> So, okay, here it is. He, he, he gets a phone call, because his wife's away with her mother, and she says that she's not in love with him anymore.
1: Oh, nice!
0: Um, so they decide to get a divorce. He comes home, and it comes back to um, the beginning of the book. Like, that uh-huh. thing that happened at the beginning of the book. So he just leaves, he drives away, and then comes back. Or he no, he calls Jeannie and she says everything's alright. And then I'll i I'll see you soon. So he's sitting in his car and he masturbates. Jeannie oh, nice. oh Jeannie, I will fuck you. I will fuck you anytime, anywhere, and in any way you want it. Thank you, Doctor Seuss <laughs> No. So That's a Doctor <laughs> Seuss book. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, he comes home, and they give each other a friendly little hug, and they discuss, you know, that his wife is leaving him, and they're, like, sad about it, Mm -hmm. and she, he cries, and they, like, hug some more, and I'm waiting for something to happen. Oh, and then they kiss, and then she Mm -hmm. grabs his dick. Um, and he's like, girl, you had better stop now while you still had a chance to do so, John told her. Uh-huh. So, they go to his room, and they immediately get into BDSM. Oh! Just immediate BDSM! Of course! He immediately starts calling him Master. Oh. And he says, that's right, slave. Undress, you're going to meet the needs of your master, and your master has many needs this evening.
1: Hey. What happened to safe, sane, and consensual? You gotta set boundaries before you do this.
0: <laughs> so, I'm I'll be perfect. Not
1: safe kinking.
0: So they're talking about her being a sex slave. Um, I'm gonna be perfecting out with you. I found this book through um, and the I think the next book as well through a site that gives um, weird romance novel quotes mm-hmm. to see if I can find some ideas. This is the quote that um, <laughs>
1: that started it all. Yes.
0: Jeannie's ass was the shape of a perfect heart. Oh, Her pussy was not only soaking wet and hanging open, but it appeared swollen to John. Oh, yes. And, okay. I mean, I get that it, like, engorges a little bit, but... It's that's, swollen! It's swollen. So, he brings his dick out.
1: Brings it out. Brings
0: the dick out. Be a good boy. She knew it had to be over ten inches and as thick as a beer bottle.
1: Why did she know this?
0: Well, she's looking at the dick.
1: Oh. I thought... She brings
0: the dick out. And she's She's like... now looking at the dick.
1: Oh. Yeah. I know the the exact specifications of his penis.
0: Exactly. So they start fucking, and it's just... They fuck a lot. They Uh just keep fucking. Um. She calls um, him master, and that's the end. Now. That's the end of the whole book? Yes. That's short. Wait. Forbidden. Tell Wait. Wait. Yes. So I'm like that was a short book. Why is Kindle telling me I'm only 54% done of this book? And I realize there's a second book. There's a s- Oh. There's a oh. second book. Oh. This is my surprise for you. Oh. It is called Summer at the Mansion. Mm. Let me read you the warning. Warning. This story contains a taboo sexual relationship between a highly sexual young grandmother and her, wa- <laughs> and her- her wanted filled (laughs) step-grandson. It includes anal penetration, fisting, oral and deep penetration acts of forbidden love. Uh. (laughs) Step-grandson. Just think it's step-grandson. Yeah, okay.
1: Okay. Is he of age? Yes, yes. Okay. I need to check because this. The yeah this is a young. This is a
0: young man who, um, I think, he doesn't have a place to live right now. As so we as going...
1: Everybody's of age. Yes.
0: So Tim, Tim is this man's name. He go. He's driving to is his it grandma. Like Tim
1: and
0: Tina. I forget what his grandma's name is. We're like gonna it. find out. We're gonna um, get around
1: to
0: that. Just remember that he calls her Gram. Um, the first time she mentioned. So, his grandmother—well, that is his step-grandmother—was often the figure of his childhood fantasies during countless masturbation sessions. Oh. Her name is Beth. Th- okay. They don't
1: even have the alliteration thing no. going
0: on. He was sure that he was not the only one that had even broken nut while jerking off and thinking about her. Broke a nut. Broke a nut. <laughs> Break that nut. Oh no! I broke a nut. <laughs> <laughs> um. Break. That so. Nut she's half the age of his grandfather and she was a model and she had become part of his childhood fantasies years back where he had been asked to massage her sore feet during that massage her robe had become slightly rustled allowing her him a view of her lightly covered pussy oh. um so they're like yay we're back together it's my grandma uh-huh. um and she's like She doesn't look that good. She's like, well, I am a little buzzed, perhaps from the wine and sleeping pills at the moment, perhaps, but I am okay. She said, trying her best to smile. I've been been suffering for months with depression. Oh, mood! (laughs) Mood indeed.
1: Does he fuck her depression away?
0: I believe so. We're getting there. Oh, dear. Um. Everyone so knows
1: that's
0: how that's how it goes. You you it away. So she's sad because her uh, grandfather, the uh, her husband died. Tim's grandfather died, and now she's rich and alone,
1: and depressed,
0: um, and depressed. And Tim is lusting for his grandmother. Oh. So he's gonna live at the house now. Okay. Because he needs a place to live. So he makes her breakfast. They're doing grandmotherly things, okay. um, like neck rubs. That's and,
1: grandmotherly.
0: Well, just like, it's like, let your grandmother, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And like, you can envision an old lady doing this. Yeah. Um. Now. Tim. I'm gonna... I have to count this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Tim tells an eight-page story about his the grandfather. Sexual? No. Just, like, inspirational. Ah! <laughs> um... So he's trying to get her to take a shower. (laughs) They're like, ooh, being playful and shit. Uh Uh-huh. And her pussy was tingling. Direct quote.
1: Tingling.
0: Tingling pussy. Tingling. He's like, damn, Beth, you're absolutely beautiful. So then, damn, she's one hot bitch. Oh, don't call your grandma a hot bitch. So he's sucking, sucking the titties. Oh. Titty Second, and she comes. I am coming. Oh, God, yes. I am coming. (gasps) Oh, please do not stop, Tim. I am coming so damn hard. Just from sucking the titties, by the way. Only a titty second.
1: Are these both by the same author? Yes. I am coming.
0: I am coming. I am coming. (laughs)
1: Hello, it is me. I am coming.
0: So, (laughs) another quirk of this author is she spells the word me capitalized. It does not matter where in the sentence it is. It is always capitalized. Hmm. Um, so she grabs his dick and then goes to take a shower. And then he also goes to take a shower with her in the big ass bathroom. Ah, um,
1: that, this is where the bathroom sex. Yes.
0: The whole, the whole of the sex takes place in the bathroom. And she sucks his dick a direct quote as, lo- as though it were a god. Though it was a god, I, I, I would, have a god penis.
1: I wouldn't put a god into my mouth. why Why is she sucking it like it's a god? I don't know. I would not put I would not bore a God. Would you bore a God?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what God.
1: Zeus, would you bore Zeus?
0: I would be vored by Zeus. I don't know if I would bore Zeus.
1: I've learned more about you than I want to.
0: Zeus is a daddy. <laughs> so she Real quick. Yes.
1: Which gods
0: mm-hmm.
1: are twinks, which ones are bears.
0: Well, Hermes is deaf a twink.
1: Hermes is a twink. Okay. Deaf we a twink. Can agree
0: on this. Um Zeus is deaf a bear. Zeus like a, a musly bear. bear. Um I think Ares I literally I literally had a long conversation with I think Lauren about this. About the classification of gay men. Um, because I couldn't figure out which one I was because I'm not skinny enough to be a twink and I'm not hairy enough to be a bear so I'm just kind of <laughs> like in the middle there um, there's a
1: whole episode of the real O'Neils about this where he has this whole fantasy where he's among a <laughs> panel of gay men who are teaching about, <laughs> about the animal classification.
0: <laughs> you, need, you need to you I need will me.
1: find a clip of this and show it to you please do thank you it's amazing um, he's like I'm a twink I'm a bear. I'm an otter. Those
0: are the three I know. I don't... Those are the only three I know.
1: There's giraffe, which is just tall.
0: So, Julie...
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Julie.
0: You You're a giraffe. giraffe.
1: Um, I'm trying to remember what other ones there were.
0: Okay. Um, if any of you have any idea what eight... Fat but non-hairy gay man is classified as. Please tell me.
1: We might learn it when we go and watch this okay. clip of the real O'Neals. I've
0: been wanting to know since I came out. <laughs> so what are you? What am I? What
1: are you? Please tell me.
0: Um.
1: Why, di- why do the gays get all the cool animals and then you
0: just have Butch and Femme? Le-
1: lesbians just have and just like... variations on that. Yeah, just like yeah.
0: You got soft Butch and hard Femme and
1: so- soft Butch. Is that what A you butch are? With soft skin. No, I'm just saying, oh. soft butch, butch with soft skin. I don't have soft
0: skin. You like ride the line between the two, so. do. Damn.
1: Hello. Anyway, I forgot what we were talking about. We got yeah.
0: So we off were topic. we were. What were we talking about? Um, we were talking about sucking dick. Sucking um, god dick. Sucking god dick, and we we're talking about what Zeus was the daddy. Mm-hmm. Um. So she's she, she sucking his dick. He puts his fingers in her ass. Uh-huh. She's like, Yes. And that's it. That's the book. That's it.
1: Okay. Before I give you your um your score, mm-hmm. I still need cover and description. Mm. Was the description just the, the warnings or do have- I?
0: I that's kind of the only real description there was. Let me uh-huh. show you this cover. Because I
1: gave you a score based off of that.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Here's here's the cover. Or oh, I could make better covers than this.
1: Okay, so Splitting the sitter is just, like, some generic blonde- White people. Blonde white lady, white man, hol- holding each other in sexy- Sexily. Se- sexy time. Okay, and the other one. <laughs> What's the other one called?
0: There's only the one cover Oh, there's only the one cover. Because mm-hmm. it's a surprise. Bonus, bonus book. do 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 all right, well,
1: you, you have also passed with a 28 out of 50.
0: Not bad. Break that down. down
1: into title, 10 out of 10. Really? Splitting the sitter, I just love- That is pretty good. It gets down to the point.
0: Very true. Here's
1: what's happening. Yeah. Cover, 1 out of 10. Very fair. Not good. Description seven out of ten. I liked WARNING! This contains a taboo Ooh. relationship! <laughs> very, very... Okay. Character names give you three out of ten. Yeah.
0: Genie is pretty unique.
1: I but... like the alliteration in the first one. <clears throat> but then the second one didn't follow through. Tim. Tim. And then overall weirdness I give you a seven out of ten. Thank you. Because at least the first one is at least like a scenario that comes up a lot, but still...
0: But. Fucking your Weird. grandma! Fucking your
1: grandma! Weird.
0: I have to tell you something. When I was envisioning this bathroom, all I could think about was my own grandmother's bathroom,
1: because
0: oh. she also has a really big bathroom with like a big shower.
1: Oh.
0: And I was just.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you ready for my second?
0: I am. I am ready.
1: This one is kind of the exact opposite. Of the other one. Okay. The other one I based off of stuff w- we knew. Okay. This one's based off of something I don't think either of us know very much about.
0: Okay. So
1: this one's called Teach Me. Okay. Um, which actually makes more sense when I get into it. Okay. Um, I actually want to see if you recognize, um, the, re- the characters when I list out their relationships. Okay. But Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, and Bryce Harper.
0: Is it? Because my first instinct with Rizzo was Grease, but I know that's not what it is.
1: Um, okay, when I read the characters, you'll get it. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Bryce Harper, Chicago Cubs Ensemble. Oh! This is fan uh, fiction about the
0: players of the Chicago Cubs. My father is going to be so ashamed of me.
1: Are you? So- we're from Chicago. Socks and Cubs.
0: Unpopular opinion: socks. Oh, I'm. I am indifferent. I don't fucking care. But my my dad is from Boston, so he's a Red Sox fan. So in my childhood logic, I thought socks, oh, socks, and socks. So I'll Sox. like the White Socks.
1: Okay, I was actually discussing this. I think yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In my personal opinion, bear cubs are cuter than socks.
0: True, but I do have some red socks, man. Mm-hmm. Socks but can be great.
1: You can't have socks with bear cubs on them. That's true. I haven't even considered that possibility. But I'm I'm a Cubs fan. Technically, I'm mm-hmm. not too big into sports. My dad is really big into baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I actually told him about this, mm-hmm. and he seemed.
0: Mostly ashamed. My uh, I was I was downtown when the Cubs won the World Series. Were you also downtown?
1: No.
0: I was downtown for an entirely different reason. <laughs> I, w- I was I was seeing, I was seeing Shakespeare, but as the Partridge Family versus the Brady Bunch, which was <laughs> a, re- a really good show. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. It was excellent, but. The sh- The game ended kind of right when the show ended. Oh, no. So we, we, everyone was pulling out their phone and then started cheering in the theater. Oh. Um, Honestly, it was the most exhilarating feeling. <laughs> like, I, I, because we, we were, like, taking the train. hmm So I was just, it was just, like, walking down the street to just, like, cars stopped and, like, people, just, like, the entire city rejoicing <laughs> together. And just a bunch of drunk frat people high-fived my mom. That was really funny. <laughs> Um, She was just like smiling happily and high fiving these random men. Um,
1: Connor, you realize I haven't read you the additional tags. Which oh. Gives you the
0: oh most important no. Information.
1: There is only one additional tag. Okay. But it tells a lot. Okay. Alternate universe stripper slash exotic dancer.
0: <laughs> <It's> just <sung> <laughs> silence. <laughs> um, I was trying to decide if that deserved a 10 out of 10. Or not. <laughs> um, so, description
1: Anthony Rizzo, who, by the way, only baseball player I can name off the top of my head. That's why I picked this. That okay. and the absurdity of it. What,
0: do the, what positions do these people play? Do you know? No
1: goddamn okay. idea. Okay,
0: someone please tell us. Um, at some point.
1: Anthony Rizzo is a veteran stripper who takes up the new guy, Chris Bryant, under his wing.
0: I'm just going to real quick look up what these men look like.
1: Okay. What you, you keep mean, talking. Uh, I know what Anthony Rizzo looks like because there's a giant uh, cardboard cut out of him at the oh. bottom by my house.
0: That's a, that's a, that's a face. That's mm-hmm. a
1: man. Um, I'm not done with the description. Keep talking. Uh, you have a really great look, so half of the work is already done for you. You're going to be a fucking star, Chris Bryant, after I'm done with you, Anthony proclaims. Chris smiles shyly. Thank you. I'm ready to learn. Teach
0: me. Um, Chris Bryant, much better, <laughs> so much better. Who's who's the other man?
1: Um, anth- Anthony was Rizzo- Chris- Bryce Harper. Bryce
0: Harper. <laughs> all right. Oh, so, not bad. Okay. So
1: um, then the notes.
0: They all look like they'd be gay. Okay.
1: continue. The first thing in the notes is that it is for someone named the saddest boner. <laughs> <laughs> This is somebody's (laughs) A03 username. Um, and then this- here's the notes. There's a lot. Um, this is a fic I originally started, but never came close to finishing, a few years ago for a different fandom. I've been wanting to write a Brizzo Stripper AU for a while now, so it worked (laughs) out! I had fun writing this, even though there's not much here as far as plot goes. I jokingly refer to this as the literary version of Magic Mike. (laughs) I made a playlist to accompany this fic here if you want to listen to it. I was supposed to write a Brizzo plus Bryce Harper fic like two years ago, and I never got around to it, so I guess it's better late than never. I hope you all enjoy this super long PWP. And this is the one I sent you that was 40-something pages before I cut it down. Goddamn. It is is not nearly that long now, so are you ready? Yes. When Chris isn't dancing on the stage, he often serves drinks at the bar during his shift. It gives him a chance to take his mind off the butterflies in his stomach. Chris also doesn't mind being the bartender because he has a great view of the stage. He likes watching his co-workers for learning purposes. Right. Yeah. Anthony Rizzo is Chris's mentor and also the object of his his affection. Chris blocks out just about everything else when Riz, which he is referred to throughout the the novel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> is performing. He pours a beer for Jason, a fellow stripper, But his eyes barely leave the stage. And then it, like, overfills. Mm -hmm. Um, I promise to be more careful next time. Chris sincerely says, It's okay, kid. Riz has that effect on people. Jason Jesus. And then, that's what we get out of that. Okay. So two days later, we've skipped forward. Mm -hmm. Rizzo just, like, oils Chris up in a really weirdly sexual way. (laughs) I guess this is a thing male strippers do. They, like...
0: I could do that happening. O-
1: oil each other up. Mm. Um, slick. Slick boys. Oh, boy. Um, so Anthony Anthony Rizzo tells him he's going to be watching him tonight. Um, and Chris is, like, really freaked out. And he's like, well, yeah, I'm your mentor. I need to watch you so I can coach you. And then Chris is just like, okay, Bye! Um, so a lot happens. Chris, like, does his dance, and Riz Mm. watches him, um, and then afterwards Rizzo's like, Oh yeah, I have a few things I want to show you, so they meet up the next day for, or, yeah, they're gonna meet up the next day for breakfast and stripping. Mm. Um, and then at breakfast, Rizzo is like, Hey, I'd like to hire you at my, uh, cool gym when you graduate college. And it's his last semester of college, so he's like, he's in his 20s. I really need to pee. And we're back. I have to pee really bad. Urination! It's, it's a shame, because we're getting to one of my favorite parts.
0: Alright, let's go.
1: Um, there's the room in the club, strictly for training and practicing. Mm-hmm. It's 11.45am on a Saturday, so it's empty.
0: Perfect time for stripping.
1: And then we get that um, little te- that little teaser we got at the beginning that's in here, where he's like, you have a really great look, you're gonna be a fucking star. And then Chris is like, I'm ready to learn, teach me. And then, there's pole dancing.
0: Ooh! So See, I've always wanted to learn how to pole dance.
1: I have too. It sounds like fun, but also it's like you need strength in all mm. your body parts, and you need like really good core strength.
0: One of these days, we're gonna learn how to do that.
1: We're we'll Do a joint pole dancing class.
0: Woo! Um.
1: So yeah, um. Chris just like does a pole dancing routine. Nice. Um. <laughs> 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 Probably better than that. Um. You need to touch your body more, Anthony whispers. The sound of Connor rubbing his body. Um. And then, wait, a minute. Finish no, your laugh no, first. Continue. Um. I'm good. Chris trembles involuntarily as he feels Riz's breath against his ear. <sighs> Chris tries to think of something unappealing so that he doesn't pop a boner. Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently grandma's aren't, aren't all that unappealing. Um, Anthony removes his hand from Chris's, but he remains standing close to him. After a few moments, Chris slides his shorts down to his ankles, sensually. He steps out of them, and he is left wearing just his shoes and dark blue boxer briefs. I guess he took off his shirt sometime during okay. the dancing. I did not remember Maybe that Maybe he happening.
0: started shirtless.
1: Who Could else? have started shirtless. I don't know. Um, he hopes that Riz doesn't expect him to go fully nude. He knows. He knows there's no way he can hide his semi erection if he's completely exposed. That clock, Chris is. continues to <laughs> seductively move his body even after the song changes. <laughs> um, so this. Uh, this is my favorite part because it's so goddamn weird. Okay. And instead of reading you quotes, I think I'm just going to tell you what happens. Okay. So the first thing that happens is that Rizzo doesn't make him get naked. Okay. So he's just in his his boxer briefs. Um, but then...
0: No reaction.
1: (laughs) He's like, hey, touch yourself. And he makes Chris jack off while standing in front of a mirror. And then they do this weird thing... Where Chris is, like, grinding on Rizzo while jacking off in his boxer briefs. Okay. In front of a mirror. And then they're just, like, really close to each other but not doing anything and just grinding.
0: Okay. And it's- So like the snowball dance.
1: Yeah. No, it's just extremely awkward.
0: So like the snowball dance.
1: And then eventually he, like, shoots his seed or whatever. I don't know how they describe it. (sighs) Um, could it
0: be erupt like a volcano?
1: He erupts like a volcano. And then Anthony tells him, you need to bring that kind of sexiness and sensuality with you on the stage. And then is like, cool. <laughs> and then, I was going to teach you some lap dance stuff, but I think that you already have that covered. I could always learn more. Maybe we'll go over that next week. Are we done for today? Riz caresses Chris's cheek. Yeah, that's enough for today. Um, so now it's a few days later.
0: Mm-hmm. I was After, like, is that it? And I forgot there was 40 pages.
1: Yeah, no, that's just my favorite part, is the weird, like, grinding slash jack-off section. Whack-off section. Whack, yeah. Non-shower whack-off.
0: Okay, which is way worse, but whatever.
1: Um, Chris has not been able to stop thinking about Anthony and what happened between them on Saturday when he closes his eyes at night he can still perfectly remember every detail of their encounter and then we Someone find out that like
0: memory.
1: Anthony's kind of avoiding him mm-hmm. uh, but they're still scheduled to have private lessons next week mm-hmm. um, so like he'll, they'll see each other and then he's just like watching Rizzo on stage mm-hmm. and then he overfills another drink <laughs> and then this like drunk dude shows up and is mad at Chris, because Chris is cutting him off, because he's crazy drunk. And then, he's like, Yeah, you're gonna let me buy another drink, sonny! <laughs> 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 I don't know that <laughs> you Um, yeah, and then he, like, kind of attacks him, but not really. He just, like, grabs his arm really hard, and, like, stares him down, threatening, while drunk babbling. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, like, Anthony shows up and is like, Hey, stay away from him! Apparently everyone says like, <laughs> this world. Um, and then he rubs Chris's arm and says, I don't like seeing another dude's marks on you. <laughs> um, and then Chris asks him, Would you rather mark me up instead?
0: <laughs> yeah, I got some body paint right here. We'll do, like, a little panda. We can put a rainbow on the forehead. Um, because
1: you know I would let you, Chris. I'm tired. I'm tired of pretending that I don't want you. We shouldn't do this. You're really saying this after what happened last week, after you just acted like a jealous boyfriend two minutes ago. I wasn't thinking clearly. I. You should really stop sending me mixed signals, Chris. Points out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he agrees. <laughs> so yeah, um. And then it's Saturday now. Mm -hmm. Mm As you do. So Chris wakes up and he's like, Woo! Jazzy! I got my private lessons! Um. Can I predict
0: what's gonna happen? Yes. Rizzo isn't gonna be there.
1: You can predict that.
0: Am I correct? You'll see.
1: Either Rizzo isn't there or they fuck. Um. I think one of those is correct. Okay. Um. (laughs) So, he says that, like, he's still getting mixed signals, and, like, sometimes he's flirtatious, and sometimes he ignores him, um, and so he's not sure what kind of mood he'll be in. But, this is a detail that's in that's included, he's going to wear his tightest pair of shorts regardless. Mm. So he shows up, and is, well, first, they don't go to breakfast this time. Okay. Like, Anthony w- wants to not spend very much time together. Cut to the, ch- cut, fuck, cut to the chase here. Um... Fuck to the chase. Cut to the fuck. Um, so, um, it's very frustrating for Chris that Anthony won't just give in to his desires. If he were not not truly interested, it would be a lot easier for Chris to move on. But knowing that Riz wants him is just as badly maddening as Chris. For for Chris. I can't say words. Clearly so, neither can I. Rizzo is there. You got that okay. And he's just like, hey, buddy! Does that mean that they fuck? Uh, maybe. Um, so Anthony is like, hey, um, before we do lap dance, I want you to do pole dancing. Mm. So then there's just more pole dancing, uh, not, not anything that important. Okay. And then Chris goes, sometimes I learn better by watching, so maybe you should give me a lap dance first. And then Rizzo's just like, mm, no. (laughs) Um, and then he's, and then Chris tries to rid himself of all the dirty thoughts that are popping into his head about riding
0: Anthony. It's not gonna work.
1: He keeps his shorts on. And then there's a weird amount of, like, lap dance foreplay where he just, like, rides around on the ground. And then my favorite line from this, probably. Mm -hmm. He humps the floor for a few seconds, making sure to give Riz a great view of his ass.
0: Right, of course.
1: So, he just, like, crawls around and humps the floor and stuff. And then he eventually, like, gets onto the lap. Okay. Which I assume is part of a lap dance. Um, Generally. So then, uh, Chris opens his mouth, and Anthony knows it's an open invitation. Blood is only properly flowing to one of Riz's heads right now, so he acts without thinking, and then they kiss, and then they have like a makeout session. Okay. And there's a lot of ass squeezing. I don't get the
0: appeal of that.
1: Yeah, Anthony oh my God, does I a lot butt. of squeezing Chris's ass. <laughs> um, and then we have another great line. Chris is hard enough to cut diamonds, and he's desperate for some relief. <laughs> And then, so, you know how before they just, like, grinded, Mm. this time they do something even weirder, they just rub their dicks together. (laughs) Like, they take them out, and they just, like, try to start a fire!
0: Like, just... I keep hearing about that as a sexual tactic. I don't know how that would work! Just rub the dicks! That feels like it would hurt more than anything, because, like, sensitive skin.
1: I don't- I don't know. They're I don't just, know. They rub them. We need- we
0: need dick expertise.
1: Then, Julie! Yeah, our one friend. <laughs> um, so, then in my notes here, not sure exactly what this means, but I just have written, Gyration and Dirty Talk.
0: Straightforward enough. So,
1: gyration and dirty talk happens. Chris can't hold off anymore. His body shakes He's he As he- uh, it says, blows his load. But now I want to say, the <laughs> <break and> nut.
0: <laughs> um- so he, I I get what it means. It means like you like injure your nut because you masturbate too much. Is my guess. Just
1: bust. Um. Yeah. It's like
0: different than busting so a nut. It's does, like physically injuring it.
1: He does break a nut, um, from just rubbing their dicks together, gyration, and dirty mm-hmm. talk. Okay. And then, this next part is unclear. Okay. But it appears that Chris gives Rizzo a hand job.
0: Okay. Um, How is that unclear?
1: Like, the, the, the way it's described is weird. Okay. So, um, and then they, they make out a little bit more. And then Chris says, that was a good lesson. Chris <laughs> um, was like, ha ha ha, I forgot I was supposed to be teaching you anything. <laughs> he has like three different voices at this point. Um, You're a great teacher, Anthony. There are so many more things that I would love to learn from you. And then they're like, yeah, same time next week. Um, mm-hmm. So now it is two weeks later. Okay. And Chris is happy with the way that things have progressed between him and Anthony. Okay. Um, they're hanging out at work. Um, Chris is visiting the gym that came up before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the best thing to Chris is when they spend time with each other alone at their apartments. Because mm. we learn that despite the fact that they fucked in the pole dance practice room... Or no, they just kind of rub their dicks together. But mm-hmm. Anthony's not really a fan of PDA at work. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: what so, page are we on at this point?
1: Uh, in my edit, we are on page eight of fourteen.
0: Oh Jesus. Okay.
1: I'm I'm trying to breeze through though. Um, it's
0: okay. That shit is way longer. So.
1: So. Rizzo is making dinner and Chris is like studying. And he's like, I'm tired of studying. And Anthony's like, But you just started studying.
0: Mood? <laughs> the biggest mood of all.
1: Uh, and then he goes, I know, but it's really boring and there's a lot of material. Besides, there are other things that I'd much rather do right now. Like
0: sucking dick.
1: Wink. <laughs> um, and then Rizzo says, If you study and do well on your test tomorrow, I promise that I'll make it worth your while.
0: Like, sucking dick.
1: Well, Chris asks, does this mean that we'll finally have sex? And Anthony's just like, well, maybe. (laughs) Um, and Rizzo's like, you have to wait for it. Um, and he says, listen to me since I'm your elder. Waiting makes it better. I can guarantee that. (laughs) Um, so, it's almost finals time for Chris. Okay. For Chrissy Boy. Um, and so, he's Um, he's got, like, study periods that Mm -hmm. he's using to shadow Anthony at his gym. Mm -hmm. Um, so he gets to see Anthony do the boring administrative part of his job. Oh, boy! And watch him do, like, personal training sessions, because that's what he wants to do and teach classes. Unfortunately, he also sees Bryce flirting with his boyfriend. Chris doesn't know much about Bryce, except for the fact that he's new to the gym and that he has been coming nearly every day for the past week. He's young, attractive, and he has an athletic body. <laughs> He's to see that to say that Chris sees him as a threat is an understatement. Um and then Anthony is like, oh yeah, um I'm supposed to be recruiting people for the club, so I told uh Bryce to come check it out. And then Chris is a jealous boy about it and is like, How dare you? Blah blah blah. Um so then next day. It's not clear if it's the next day, but we'll say next day. Um, Anthony gives Bryce a tour, and he's like, so, what do you think? And then Bryce says, I'm not really much of a dancer, but I do like the idea of having guys showering me with money while I'm on stage. Moo! And then Anthony Rizzo, famous baseball Cubs player, Mm -hmm. um, is like, hey, you should stay and watch the rest of the performances. And then Bryce is like, oh, I will if you'll be up there. And so Anthony's like, okay, cool.
0: Can we pause real quick? Yes. Just so I can... Do you need to pee? No, I'm not pausing the recording. (laughs) Just I want to pause you talking real quick. Yes. Just to pose you a question. Yes. How do you think these baseball players would feel if they were told that this fanfic existed? Poorly. Okay.
1: I know one of the rules of RPF is that you're not supposed to tag the RP.
0: I really want to send this to one I really want to tweet one of them at this.
1: No, I think, even though this is extremely weird, I still want to be polite about it. Yeah, I know. Just... Please don't send it to any baseball members. I'm not
0: going to. I don't even have a Twitter.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, so then, anyway, Rizzo's performing, and Chris sees Bryce stick money in Rizzo's thumb with his mouth. <laughs> And he's very salty about it. Okay. Um, and then...
0: I mean, I would be salty too, but...
1: Anthony's like, hey, calm down! And he's like, no! He crossed a line!
0: Oh no, <laughs> he did what people do at strip clubs! I
1: know, right? Um, so, and <laughs> goes, so this probably isn't the best time to tell you that I'll be giving him a private lesson on Saturday. Oh my
0: god!
1: Um, and then Chris is like, Chris says, I know firsthand just what your lessons are all about. Um, and he's like, no, 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 it won't be like that. And then Chris says, I would be more likely to believe you if you weren't hard right now. Uh, you know that's just because I like being watched. It's not because of him. <laughs> and then Chris is like, I'll sleep at my own place tonight. Goodbye. <sighs> um, and then talks about how shitty his week is. Says he's tired, stressed, and he just wants to completely make up with his boyfriend. mm mm-hmm. So he just, like, hangs out at the club, even though he's not scheduled to work. Okay. Um, and then more oiling up happens. Mm-hmm. And Chris rubs oil onto Bryce's back. And then we find out that Rizzo made a joke to Bryce earlier about Chris being, quote, good with his hands. Um, and then, this is a really weird part, um, Chris, so Rizzo's, like, watching from the audience. And he's watching Bryce do stuff. Yes. Uh, so Chris walks up to Rizzo, and he whispers in his ear. I, I don't have the exact quote here, but he's like, I'm going to suck you off later. Okay. Yeah, Um. so he does that. And Rizzo's just like, oh yeah, okay, sure, bye. <laughs> and then they go home.
0: No man has ever reacted to, I'm going to suck your dick later. <laughs> No, no, no. Suck
1: you off. Suck you off. I do know that is an exact quote. He says, I'm going to suck you off later.
0: No person with a penis has ever been like, I'm, you're gonna suck my dick? You're gonna suck me off? Okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, and then they- (laughs) That has never happened. Okay.
1: They get home and they have, like, a fight about (laughs) price. But does he suck him off? Um, I don't think so. Um, Rizzo says, look at me, kid. You're the only person that I want. I love you, Christopher Lee Bryant. Oh. And then Chris goes, then how come you won't fuck me? <laughs> um, and Rizzo gives this whole speech that's very out of place about how sex is not the ultimate expression of love. I mean, yeah. But, but it's okay. just so out of place in yeah. this baseball stripper at you. Um, so he's like... Oh yeah, um, I was gonna surprise you, but I booked a hotel for us to go to after your graduation party next week. And he does say that it is complete with champagne, chocolate-covered strawberries, Mm. rose petals, and the works. So, Mm. and then Chris says, I love you too, Anthony. Um, and then when he wakes up, is already gone. (laughs) He's left to go teach his lesson to Bryce. Oh. And then he takes a nap. <laughs> he wakes up, like, eats breakfast, takes a nap, wakes up, and T- Rizzo is, like, coming home. And so Chris wants to know if Bryce tried anything, and Rizzo says, nope, he didn't even get completely nude! <laughs> um, and Chris is, like, interrogating him, like, oh, did anything sexual happen? Um... And then... I don't want you to drive yourself crazy like this. Is there anything that I can do to make you feel better? Riz wants to know. Make love to me. Um... And so then they fuck. Like, even though there was the whole hotel thing, and Rizzo did give us a whole speech about how, um, sex is not the ultimate expression of love. Mm -hmm. They fuck. And then it's two weeks later. Um... And Brizzo's like, Chris, meet me in the practice room. And then they meet in the practice room, and Bryce is also there. And... Um, Threesome? Kind of. Um, they, oh! We learn that Saturday is one of the biggest nights of the year for this strip club. Okay. This is We don't know why, but it is. And Joe, who I guess is, like, the owner of the Cubs strip club... Uh, He wants to capitalize on all the money they can make, Mm -hmm. so he wants the three of them to dance on stage together. Oh, okay. And Bryce's response is, cool! (laughs) And Chris objects that two guys on stage together is practically live porn, and he doesn't want to do that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then they fight. And then they agree that they're gonna do it. Okay. But Chris says, let me just set some ground rules. Keep your hands, your mouth, and your ass away from my boyfriend's dick. Fair enough. So, yeah. um. So then they start to uh, rehearse. Anthony says, I'm going to approach this like I do any threesome. Which they mostly just gloss over. So then they practice. And then Bryce gets really hard. Okay. And Chris gets uncomfortable. And then uh, the, he talks to Rizzo about it and is like, yeah, if you're uncomfortable, we'll just have the boss cancel it. then the boss gets really mad about it. And Bryce is like, hey, I'll talk to Chris and I'll get him to change his mind. And it's Saturday night. And Bryce has absolutely no idea what Bryce said to Chris, but he miraculously got him to change his mind. Okay. We never find out what he said, but... Probably... Hey. Straight. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> um... Oh, yeah. It's time for them to perform. So Rizzo does what any good stripper does, I suppose. He gives Chris a sweet kiss for good luck, and he gives Bryce a platonic ass slap.
0: Okay.
1: Um. So then they do their whole dance, and they get to the part where they, like, give each other lap dances. And then they... Everyone gives each other a lap dance. Okay. And I don't know if this is just, like, a... a a lap dance thing if it's just the performance thing but there is an uncomfortable amount of licking everybody licks everyone else and it's like er everybody gets licked everyone licks other people um they get to a part where it's like the big climax Mm. and um i don't remember exactly what happens but it's like it looks like they're gonna have sex with Chris on stage or something and then Bryce kisses Chris and then also Rizzo and oh yeah a plot twist and then Chris realizes I kept thinking that he wanted to take you away from me but he clearly wants both of us hey I guess I was wrong then um and then uh Chris is like I'm down with that and Rizzo's like yeah me too and then all three of them go home and fuck. It's just a thing that happens. Okay. It's been... And then we get a cut. It's been a few weeks. Okay. Um, pr- things are pretty much the same. Uh, he still flirts... Bryce still flirts with Anthony sometimes, but he also flirts with Chris more openly. Um, <laughs> So Chris is secure in his relationship, blah, blah, blah. And then they follow Joe into the office, and Joe introduces them to... Javier ba- Baez Bayez.
0: I feel I do know that name
1: I know the name but I don't I don't know how to pronounce it okay and he's like yeah he's our newest dancer and then they all like shake hands and uh, Joe goes he needs someone to show him the ropes are you two up for the job and Anthony winks and goes oh we'll take excellent care of him okay. and that is the end of teaching
0: I'm gonna tell you up front that this has the highest score of anything we've done so far.
1: Oh. Oh my.
0: Let me pull up the document real fast. Okay. Um,
1: what is the total score first?
0: The total score is a 40 out of 50. Woo! Okay. Let's break that down for you. Title. 2 out of 10.
1: All normal right. title.
0: Ship. 10 out of 10.
1: Yes. I Thank you. Yeah.
0: Tags: 8 out of 10. Fairly normal until the tail end. Yep. Um, description. 10 out of 10. The no-
1: those, those, you. This,
0: those notes. Those notes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Overall weirdness. 10 out of 10.
1: Thank you. This is my first 10 out of 10 on overall weirdness.
0: You fi- You did it. You finally did it. Yes. So that gives you a total total score of 75 out of 100.
1: That's pretty
0: good. Yeah. So that's like what? A C? B? Uh, that... Depends on what school of grading. You're. We'll say a B.
1: It'd
0: be a C. <laughs> it'd be not a bad C. It'd be a higher grade than I have in math right now. Nice. But, um,
1: know, like two, not even two weeks.
0: Not re- last, last okay. semester. Last semester.
1: <laughs> it's a
0: higher grade than I have in English right now. <laughs> oh boy.
1: Okay, what's your final novel?
0: Okay. It is called. I don't- I'm not totally sure how to pronounce this. Oh boy. Burial Nair Stepbrother. Alright. This is the cover. Okay. I beg of you. So- Go and find this cover online.
1: Um, this- Let it's me just beautiful. take your phone to really analyze this. We have a little seal that says Scarfell Mountain Bear Oak Shifter.
0: Yes, this is part of a series, I, I believe, yes.
1: Um, we have uh, what appears to be a mostly nude man. Mm-hmm. And a bear. hmm And then, yes, bear Lillionaire. Billionaire but bear. <laughs> stepbrother. And then it does tell us that it is by USA Today best selling author, Edith Hawks.
0: Okay. Are you ready? For this masterpiece?
1: Emotionally no, but a physically fiction. yes.
0: Okay. Um I'll be upfront with you, the character names are real boring. It's just Jessica and Jake. Okay. Um <laughs> So Jessica lives in the city with her dad, Tom, but they're moving to a mountain, and she says- Just a mountain. And she says some of the most relatable things I've ever heard in a book. Mm-hmm. Did he not know me at all? Me in the humid woods with this hair? And then, oh god, did they have wifi up there? So they get into like a mini fight about it, but then they're chill. <laughs> And she realizes that she's never met her stepbrother before.
1: Ah. Oh. So they're like moving in with her stepbrother?
0: Stepbrother and stepmother. Okay. So, um, on this mountain. Uh-huh. So it switches perspective to Jake.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Stepbrother. And he's yes. like, everything's about the change. I hate a change. Oh. Relatable. Um, and who else had been ravaging my body during change?
1: The change.
0: And now everything was in jeopardy. A house of cards aching to fall. All because two people claim to be in love. In parentheses. Pfft. No such thing.
1: No such thing as love. You, nice. thought,
0: you thought last week was emo.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Get I'm prepared. Emo, that
1: means I can't fuck.
0: <laughs> so, um, it took me until here, page eight, to realize that this was not. did not take. take fuck. did not take place in America. This. Uh, Irish author. Um. Uh-huh. So I believe this takes place in Ireland. Okay. Um,
1: in the woods.
0: Yes. So he's telling the people that they're moving and some of them are okay. And this guy, this fucking douchebag, his name's Doug. Doug? Okay.
1: And
0: he's like, it's like you've all been neutered. And he like storms away. So he switches back to Jessica and they're like, that's a big ass house. And then she sees this man, this tall, tall man. And this this whole paragraph is in her internal ma- monologue. Um, Down, girl! What is wrong with you? You've been here for two seconds and you're already thinking about getting your freak on? I must... I must hungry, I thought. Yeah, hungry for a bite of this delicious man meat. Oh, God. I, um, I love
1: that very much.
0: And then... She realizes that... Um, fuck, where is it? That that's Jake. And that Jake owned the entire fucking mountain on ev- and everything on it.
1: Including her.
0: Yep. So, here is where we come to the cock twitching. Oh. It's page 17. First mention of cock twitching. Now I will tell you that my intrepid research is that I asked my only, our only, Bepenis friend... penis. <laughs> like, has been... Like, <laughs> yeah, it has a penis. penis. Yeah, continue. I um, love you, Julian. We need you for your dick expertise. <laughs> um, and we asked him whether or not dicks twitched when you got aroused. He said, "No." He said it's
1: never happened to him. <laughs> and I looked it up, and apparently, it's a voluntary thing. Like, okay, uh, people can teach themselves to have. Uh, mm-hmm. to make it twitch. And also, our other friend took advantage of our asking these questions to ask whether or not they <laughs> sink or float in the bath.
0: I don't. I feel I still don't have a satisfactory answer to he was this. He like,
1: they're attached to you, they're not gonna That float. That's not what I'm asking. Like, is also, it do level we- with the water or below the water?
0: Yeah. Also, y'all said your titties float. I've never once had my titties float. Yeah, they float. No. Yes, they do. Are my titties too big? Are they too heavy? I don't know. Because my that has never happened to me.
1: They just kind of chill out there.
0: I mean... <laughs> I might be too fat for that to happen. That might be why. Okay. Mm. I'm like envisioning how this would work, and I'm just... Uh, no. Envisioning
1: the titty float. <laughs> oh yeah, I also learned that there's... The, the only mm. penis muscles are at the bottom.
0: That is really weird to me.
1: Like, it's just a flesh tube.
0: Like, I didn't think it was like a pretensile tail, but like,
1: yeah. it's just it's
0: like- it's a tube.
1: <laughs> yeah, we learned so much yesterday.
0: <laughs> what an informative group chat. Yeah. Um.
1: Oh yeah, and we also learned about our other friend who's high school health teacher told her that, uh, quote, Muslims eat rice for every meal.
0: I thought that was you. Oh, no. No.
1: Because you g- made the... Re- I was like, I am a religion that eats rice for every meal. Anyway, we got way off track again.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. So his cock twitches. Uh-huh. And they're like, these are my step-siblings? And they're like, thinking about each not other Uh-huh. And he thinks about her pillowy tits. Pillowy is very common in a description of titties. I've seen.
1: I know, they're like little body pillows.
0: Yes. So Jess creeps on him in the shower. And then he's, like, sassy about it, um, mm-hmm. and they just fucking, I don't know, nothing fucking happens for a while. Just, like, um, weird
1: exposition?
0: Yeah, they just talk at a mill and she's hot. Where'd we get to
1: the billionaire?
0: We're getting there. I we got the billionaire! We got, we got the billionaire! Yeah. So, she's walking through the woods and she stumbles upon some bears who start to chase her oh. and then one of them like... Um, ...fuck. One of them... like, um protects her and then shapeshifts and IT'S JAKE! Oh! Ah! We didn't cut off the, at exactly,
1: the
0: I was trying to signal you! No, I was
1: trying to follow the signal.
0: Okay. So and then he's like, shit! She she knows I'm a bear! And they make out in the woods. Oh.
1: Um Your step siblings. Yes. And also he's a bear.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And a billionaire. Yes. A billionaire.
0: Yes. All of that is true. So they go home. Uh-huh. And Doug's mad and dude. then at some point I'm gonna skip a lot cause I don't know what the fuck's happening. Oh, um Jake has an angsty monologue My monologue Love was a fairy tale a myth Love was lust dressed up and made fancy so people wouldn't feel guilty of their primal instincts to fuck. No. Uh, that wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be fooled. Um
1: I mean lust all you want my dude.
0: So um Doug shows up and he's like um Oh, wait, no, we're not where I thought I was. They fuck in the woods.
1: Oh, that's
0: fun. Um, she, well, they're, we're, they're like, about to fuck, and she starts panicking about whether or not she shaved her legs or not. Oh. Fucking patriarchy.
1: I don't think I've shaved my legs in, like, three years, so... Mood.
0: So he, yeah, he eats her pussy, and Doug watches them from the woods. Oh, and then that's... Doug's like, Doug! Deb siblings! Doug, that's not cool! And Doug's like, you gotta leave. And she's like, Oye. So she gets her dad's truck and goes home and leaves a note. And they're all like, what? He's a bear. No. Like, Jake's like, I gotta find her. She's my, she's my mate. Oh.
1: Um, the bear's mate for life.
0: These bears do. I need to Google this. Please do, and then tell us.
1: Continue talking while I look this up.
0: So she goes home, and she's like chilling at home. And then this dude shows up, and he's like, "I'm looking for Tom. And Tom's her dad." And he's like, "Tell him the white Fang that was here, for him." And she's white like, fangs? "White Fang."
1: Is that some kind of cool bear name?
0: Well, as far as we know, he's just a man. Called White Fang. Called White Fang. And she finds out that her dad wrote an article about this, like, nightclub owner called White Fang. She's like, it's that guy. And then he comes back and kidnaps her. And takes him, takes her uh, to the nightclub and puts her in a cage. And then threatens to start melon balling out her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, starts, like, almost, like, cuts her. And then Jake's like, I'm here! And then they, like, attack... And he's a wolf shifter! And they're all wolf shifters!
1: Oh! That's what White Fang is? Yeah! Okay, so so it's
0: a cool wolf Yeah. And she, through deus ex machina, managed to stab one of them through gravity. Just just through
1: gravity?
0: Pretty much. Um, And then she escapes and she's like, what the fuck is going on? And then they get back to the mountain. And then this is when all hell breaks loose. And it took me so long to figure out what the fuck was happening. Because... These... The gates are all broken.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And he's like, SHIT! (laughs) So he... Um... Makes Jess stay in the car. And then she's like, NAH! So he leaves, and she gets out of the car. Uh Uh-huh. And then with with the chauffeur driver. And then the chauffeur driver gets kidnapped. So it's these people with tanks and in camo who are just attacking, and just imagine, like, a big-ass Game of Thrones battle, but with, like, modern weapons. Uh-huh. And it's, like, that big of just, like, thrashing. <claps> thrashing. You are missing my hand yesterday. Oh. Thrashing together. Thank you Um, that. Sorry, I'm looking at the
1: Bears mate for Life stuff.
0: And she's like, why is this wolf protecting me? And then the wolf shifts back at the end of the battle, and it's her dad! Ah! Her dad's a wolf shifter!
1: Oh, yeah, also, I looked it up. Bears don't mate for life.
0: Okay. God damn you scientifically inaccurate book about bear and wolf shifting. Um So um Jess and Jake fuck. More? Yeah, fuck more. Okay. And then these people show up and they're like, We want sanctuary and we're like, alright. And then epilogue, Jace, Jess and Jake fuck more. And okay. they plan to have a child. He plans to put his hot seed inside her.
1: Uh-huh. He plans to erupt like a volcano. Break a nut! Break a
0: nut! Put break a nut on my list of things to make into a t-shirt. Um... Break a nut! Break a nut. Break a nut! That's the book!
1: You still need to read me the description. Ah!
0: Uh, let me see if I can find the description. Uh, give Um, me... mm -hmm. Fill, fill time.
1: Uh... God, I don't have anything to fill time with.
0: Stepbrother.
1: Oh yeah, I saw our 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 penis friend in the hallway, Julian.
0: Oh, yes. I, no, I, no, no. It says showing results for billionaire stepbrother. No, I want barely, barely an heir stepbrother.
1: stepbrother. Anyway, I like tried to talk to him, but then my other friend ran up to me at the same time.
0: Disappointing.
1: That wasn't a good story. It's just the only thing I could think of.
0: Hmm. Okay, I think I found it. One moment. Okay. I never did- I didn't know his last name until now. Okay. um, A hot billionaire stepbrother who's also hiding a tasty secret. TASTY! Who can resist such a temptation? Jake Ryder, billionaire to a growing empire, has a dangerous secret that he must protect at all costs. However, with the arrival of two new family members, The likelihood of keeping those secrets buried goes right out the window, which will ultimately cause strife within the Bear Oak clan and put lives at risk. Jessica Perkins wants nothing more than to stay in the city, surrounded by noise, chaos, and of course the abundance of gourmet food. Mm -hmm. But when her father marries into an eccentric and wealthy family and she meets her drop-dead gorgeous hunk of a stepbrother, Uh her life takes an unmistakable turn to the bazaar. Can Jess and Jake stave off their growing desire for each other while also desperately trying to keep everything they hold dear intact? Or does fate have other plans for the pair?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I have good news. Okay. You got the exact same score as I did on the second one. Woo! <laughs> 40 out of 50.
0: Break that down.
1: Title. Okay. 10 out of 10. Barely in air stepbrother. <laughs> yeah. Cover. 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's a very good... It's a naked man and a bear. It's
0: excellent. Please um, find it.
1: Uh, character names. 1 out of 10. Yeah. It's not not good. Yeah. Overall weirdness, 10 out of 10. Thank you. Very weird. And, wait, total score, 68 out of 10. Woo! So, I did get a higher score than you. You did. Just barely. Okay. Wait, how did I get- I got 25 and 40, you got 28 and 40, how did- I think you did math wrong.
0: I might have done math wrong. Please correct my math.
1: No, I got sixty-five. You, you put seventy-five. Mm. You're a liar. You did win. Eh. Woo! Good job. Okay. Well,
0: I won. You did win. How do we end this episode? I don't know. Um. All right, everybody. Breaking nut. Can bre- that be? Breaking nut. Is, yes, is, that's our new sign off. That's all right. Breaking nut, y'all. <laughs>